Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Yes, today we're talking about genetic expression. This is like literally the basis of regenerative um, health care, like how your body works, hugely important. Um, and now this is also going to be on tonight on our Dr. B VIP and we just got another video deleted off of YouTube, and this one happened to be on detoxing from vaccines. So please, those of you that um, are able to help support the drbvip.com, you're appreciated, and those that are supporting it, um, please share this information because this is something in today's censorship that is crazy. I got, I got to read this one. This is from... Um, a Catholic uh, priest, uh, Vigano, um, quote, it should not surprise that pluralism and freedom of speech, um, so praised in countries that claim to be democratic, are daily disavowed by censorship and intolerance towards opinions not aligned with the official narrative. Wow. Okay, um, yeah, can't get into that because we are being censored. <laughs> and now here, Extreme Health Academy, please get on there and support those. If you if you haven't tried it, get on there and see ExtremeHealthAcademy.com. Be part of the resistance. Okay, so now let's get into uh, genetics and epigenetics. For one, what are the 12 leading causes of death in America? Now, you might be surprised that COVID isn't even close to the top um, 50. But now, let's see, heart disease, cancer, um, accidents, uh, respiratory diseases, stroke, Alzheimer's, diabetes, influenza, uh, kidney disease, um, suicide, septicemia, chronic liver disease. So now, these are the top 12. Now, are they genetic? Are they not genetic? Are they adaptive? Is it bad luck, uh, bad genes, or bad health care? So we're going to get into that. Now, one of the things, when you're looking at genetics, genetics is, a, is the study of heredity. Okay, like heredity is a biologic process where parents pass certain genes onto their offspring. Now, the child's going to inherit gene from both parents, and it's going to express these genes. And there's going to be like hair color, eye color, skin color. Now, some genes um, can predispose you to certain injuries, like diseases, disorders. Uh, however, that genetic information inside is in the nucleus of the cell. Now, for years, um, people would look at, um, looking at the nucleus has like the gonads of the cell. But in reality, that nucleus is holding the blueprint. But what part of that blueprint, that DNA, is going to be um, expressed? That's the key. Now, some common misunderstandings of genetics. For one, every aspect of biology of an organism can be predicted from its genes. That is not true. Okay? Um, this is one. Single genes code for specific anatomical or behavioral features. That is not true. The Human Genome Project... They were looking for the thieving gene or the gambling gene or this. And genes are definitely not a blueprint for an organism's form and behavior. And genes are interrupted sections of DNA that only code for a single protein. And that's not true. Um, when we look at this, the Human Genome Project, 
um, they figured that it began in planning started in 1984, started in 1990. 13 years later, it was completed in 2003. Now, they thought that since the human body produced over 100,000 uh, proteins, that there must be 100,000 genes, one gene per protein. It turns out that humans only have around 20,000 genes, similar to a fruit fly or a mice, a mouse. Now, in 2000, uh, two researchers from Duke University, uh, Randy Jertle and Robert Waterland, uh, decided to do, do an experiment because now our genes, do genes actually um, tell you what you're going to be, okay? Or does environment play a pair? So what they did is they got these two, they're called agouti mice, and they're fat, yellow, they're ravenous, they're prone to cancer and diabetes. Um, the offspring are all susceptible to these life-shortening diseases. Now, what they did is they changed the mom's diet just before conception. Now, the parents in the experiment produced a majority of offspring that were slender, they were brown, they were mousy. They didn't display the parents' susceptibility to cancer and diabetes, and they actually lived to an old age. So they fed the mother before gestation rich in methyl donors, small chemical clusters that can turn a gene on or off. And this is found in like garlic, onions, beets, food supplements, often given to pregnant women. So they found that it, and this is the birth of the idea, that there was a control above the genes. Now, proteins are made of chains of amino acids. Now, the shape of the protein is determined by the sequence of, of amino acids. So your genes, you can produce proteins that will reverse cancer. You can produce proteins that can cause cancer. So which are the, the proteins produced? Which ones are going to be produced? The old thing is genes load the gun, but epigenetics pull the trigger. So you might have the gene that can cause cancer, but what causes you to express it? What causes you to suppress it? And you could also produce the protein that reverses cancer. So what causes that? Now, Manolis Kellis, okay, analyzed, and this MIT professor, the epigenetic control. And they found out that there are over 150 billion uh, genomic sequence reads. That means that, that these mutations are associated with Alzheimer's change in genetic activity of immune system, not just the brain cells. So for you to express Alzheimer's, it's not just in the brain. It's, there's an epigenetic control in the entire body. Uh, so even even the Royal Lectures, um, Royal Society Lecture, 2013. Now it was sponsored by GlaxoSmithKline, but they said epigenetics is the genome of how living things is organized and managed. Mismanaged and disorganized epigenomes lead to disease. And so if you can get the epigenomic control, the control above the genes. So what kind of things control the genes? Uh, a brilliant article, and this is out of 2008, Metabolism Clinical and Experimental. They found out 
that blood pressure drugs, antidepressant, cholesterol drugs, diuretics, anti-inflammatories, those like Motrin, Advil, Aleve, uh, anesthetics, contraceptives, antibiotics, all of these can cause changes in the epigenome. Think of that. Taking a medication can change how your genes are expressed. So what kind of thing does this article goes on to say? Well, changes in the epigenome can develop heart disease, cancer, mental disorders, diabetes, leukemia, schizophrenia. And this is huge. The article goes on to state consequences for modern medicine are profound, since it would imply that our current understanding of pharmacology is an oversimplification. Boy, that's, that's the understatement of the world oversimplification. Now, let's look at the Journal of Natural Science and Biology. Immunity over inability, the spontaneous regression of cancer. Now, this is out of 2011. And I just got to read the first sentence. Quote, the spontaneous healing of cancer is a phenomenon that's been observed for hundreds and thousands of years and having been the subject of many controversies is now accepted as an indisputable fact. A review of pastor support demonstrates that regression is usually associated with acute infections, fever, and immunostimulation. End of quote. Whoa, think of that. So that that. Acute infections can cause cancer regression. Fever can cause cancer regression. Immunostimulation. So what is this? So you have spontaneous regression of cancer, and that's epigenetic. And the article goes on to state, the word spontaneous implies without apparent cause, and regression is defined as decrease in tumor size, of the tumor or extent of cancer in the body, according to the National Cancer Institute. Spontaneous regression of cancer is not a rare occurrence, as it was thought to be. In an average month during 2002, medical journals published more than four articles on the subject. So this is an exciting world. And the reason we're talking about cancer re re um, reversal is because if people say, well, I've got the broken gene, okay, which predisposes you to cancer. Okay, well, what predisposes you? Can you name people with that gene that don't have it? Absolutely you can. Um, there's another article by Kelly Turner, uh, Dr. Kelly Turner, Radical Remission. That's the name of the book, New York Times bestseller, Surviving Cancer Against the Lodge. Now, now this was radical remission, the, the name of the book, about spontaneous cures, unusual cures. And most patients were actively doing something to facilitate their healing. And of all of the things that Dr. Turner studied, nine were stood out. So now let's see what about these. Number one, radical change in your diet. Absolutely. So what about the agouti mice? Yes, they changed the diet of the mom in order to facilitate the gestation of a healthy animal. Okay, we could do the same thing with our, with our women. Um, taking control of your health. That means you are no longer um, fed medications to alter your physiology. Follow your intuition. That's what I tell people. The most brilliant doctor is inside of you. If you feel that you want more of this or less of this, um, listen to your inner voice. Um, number four, 
of the nine factors of radical remission using herbs and supplements. That makes sense. Nutritional deficiency or toxicity are one of the leading causes of this. Number five, suppress, uh, releasing suppressed emotions. Increasing positive emotions is number six. Um, absolutely, because when you're looking at this, emotions are chemicals created by how the brain perceives the environment. Number seven, embracing social support. Absolutely, you've got to have a connection with others. Deepening your spiritual connection and having strong reasons for living. Um, now, this makes sense because when you're looking at are you going to express health or are you going to suppress health? Here's another article out of Nature. Epigenetic medication, um, mechanisms that underpin metabolic and cardiovascular disease. Wait a second. Heart disease, cancer, all of these things have an epigenetic mechanism? Quote, during early embryogenesis, the mammalian genome is wiped clean of most of the epigenetic modifications, which are progressively reestablished during embryonic development. Epigenetic markers may be transmitted across generations, either directly or by persisting through meiosis or directly and through replication in the next generation of the conditions in which epigenetic changes occurred. Now, in English, that means that epigenetic, there's control above the genes. Your mom can start to change those genetic expressions or suppressions. Um, these considerations point to epigenetic processes as key mechanisms that underpin development and the origins of chronic non-communicable diseases. And the developmental plasticity enables an organism to respond to the environmental cues and to adjust its phenotype development to match its environment. Okay, now, now end of quote right there. Just think of this. Your ability to express or suppress these genes is designed to help you thrive in, in this new environment. So how can you change this? How can you take charge of your genetic expression? Here's another article on Frontiers in Research Review, Chronic Kidney Disease. Epigenetics, deciphering its role in diabetes and um, complications. Um, number one, increasing evidence suggests that epigenetic factors might regulate the complex interplay between genes and the environment and affect human diseases such as diabetes and its complications. Uh, you know, think of this. Diabetes can be reversed by changing your genetic expression. Cancer can be reversed by changing your genetic expression. Chronic disease, cardiovascular disease, can be reversed by changing your genetic expression. Um, and these, I'm not cherry picking. There is a huge number of articles on this. Take type 2 by diabetes. Okay, up until the mid-70s, there were almost no childhood type 2 diabetes cases. Um, now, it, they used to call it childhood onset and adult onset, but so many kids started to develop t adult onset diabetes that they changed the name to call it type 2 diabetes, and this is now epidemic. Now, epigenetic changes, changes above the genes. We already know medications can cause that. We know food can cause it. We know environmental toxin can cause it. 
when we look at, at Roundup, okay, and this is glyphosates. This is a mineral chelator herbicide in a patented antibiotic. This it destroys the gut flora. It weakens your body's immune system response. And sure enough, what are we seeing? We're seeing genetic expressions. BT toxins. Now, BT toxin um, is supposed to be a pollen that the corn plant um, gives off, and this is supposed to protect the corn plant from insects. So they modified a corn plant to produce a pesticide that comes off of its pollen. What could possibly go wrong? Well, they're feeding it to cows, and now they're finding it in the blood of pregnant women and their babies. So do you think something that's designed to destroy the um, digestive tract of an insect might negatively affect a baby or pregnant woman? We already know that food does affect their, their kids. Uh, and then we have, um, it is out of the Journal of Autoimmunity, so, master sensor, please don't blame me. Blame, blame, don't shoot the messenger. The title of the article is Infection Vaccines and Other Environmental Triggers of Autoimmunity. Um, there are certain vaccines now that actually do change your genetic expression that we can't talk about on this show because it would be censored. But we will talk about it on the Dr. B VIP. And we know that, that this expression, I mean, multiple sclerosis has been associated with the HPV vaccine. Guillain-Barre has been associated with the diphtheria, tetanus, um, polio, measles vaccine. And we know Guillain-Barre is very, very common in people that are getting the new jab. So we have to change our perspective on, on how where disease comes from. Is it bad luck or bad genes, or is it an appropriate genetic in, um, uh, adaptation? Now, all of this stuff hits the autonomic nervous system because we have physical, chemical, and emotional stressors. The automatic nervous system, one part keeps you alive under stress, and that's called the sympathetics. The other part regenerates tissue, and that's the parasympathetics. So again, we go back to regenerative medicine, regenerative healthcare, regenerative how your body builds healthy cells. When you're in a stress state, and there's only three stressors, there's physical, chemical, and emotional stressors. The physical, chemical, and emotional stressors cause your body to adapt. That stimulates that sympathetic nervous system, that fight or flight. Well, that's also going to suppress that rest, digest, and repair. This is the ultimate genetic expression and suppression. So if your genes are ready to keep you battle-oriented, well, you don't want blood supply going to the gut. So you are going to activate those genes, those stress genes. If you want growth, repair, dynamic health, then you're going to activate those genes under the parasympathetic control. But you need a balance of this autonomic nervous system. You need to be like the deer. When you're in a stress state, blood supply to your gut shuts down, you run away from danger. When you're in a relaxed state, blood supply goes to the gut. The problem is our population is so thick because we're in a constant state, constant state of chronic sympathetic stimulus. And that is from physical, chemical, and emotional stress. That's why all three of those need to be addressed. When you look at the health of our population, 
six in 10 adults has a chronic illness or disease. And what are they dying from? Heart disease. What did we just learn about that? Heart disease is not genetic. It's genetic expression. Cancer. Can you reverse this based on your genetic expression? Absolutely. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Do you think that's a disease attacking the lungs or do you think it's from environmental toxins? And again, you're looking at physical, chemical, emotional stressors. These diseases are not diseases. They are adaptations. So how do we correct this? How do we correct this entire system? Realizing that your genes, how you adapt to this world, okay, um, it, it, it's been given to you by eons, by, by your relatives for a thousand generations. You have this information, this programmed information in your genes to survive on this planet. Okay, so what do we do? Number one, we got to, and this is what I tell my patients, you're going to eat like your great-grandparents ate. What does that mean? We're going to clean up the food system. And this is, um, we can't trust the governments. That's obvious. We, they made an absolute disaster uh, over shutting down businesses and masking. If you saw the, um, the latest statistics, um, the Center for Disease Control is now lowering the bar of what's normal for children. Uh, it's it's crazy because if you cover the face of a child, they're going to have slower um, verbal development. They're going to have so lower social development. There's going to be a lot of problems. So developing a parallel society, one that is not governed by the insanity of the current system. So we have to clean up the food system. That means eliminate the concentrating animal feeding operations, eliminating monocrop, eliminating eliminating subsidies for environmental destructive practices, healthy farming practices, utilizing healthy animal agriculture, um, you know, no antibiotics, no chemical fertilizers. I mean, there's ways to increase production and have food be healthy. We have to clean up health care. This means freedom, freedom to choose your own medical procedures. That would be like basic um, and, and I'm thinking freedom of vitamins, freedom to choose or not choose vaccines. We've got to change medical education. The pharmaceutical industry should be responsible for its products. Now, one thing nice is that the current COVID shots uh, are completely liability-free so far. But since March 1st, and this is just seven days ago, uh, the court ordered 50,000 of those pages to be released every month. So we're seeing huge amounts of documentation that fraud was done during the trials because you get liability protection if you're a pharmaceutical industry and if you have an emergency use authorization. But if you falsify the data, if you committed fraud, and remember, the pharmaceutical industry are known felons, known felons. They are convicted known felons. Um, and you're forced to take their medical procedure. So it's very exciting to find out that their liability protection may be gone. 
So we've got to clean up the food system, clean up the healthcare system. Environment, we're going to be cleaning up the environment. And again, this is helping you to express those genes which formed you, the thousand generations of information in you. Cleaning up the environment means that you're breathing fresh air, um, energy efficiency in farming. You break away from, um, you're healing the soil, healing the water, healing the air. And this means you're not living, God, it's, it's tough because nowadays we have teenagers running the government. We have petroleum-based agriculture. We have petroleum-based energy sources. When people are talking about uh, electric cars, uh, not all the electric is produced by hydro or solar or, or wind. Petroleum is a good hunk of what's produced in our energy sector. So you don't reduce the petroleum when you don't have the infrastructure to to have the solar wind and the, the tides and geothermal and all the other choices that um, are going to take the place of it. So we need to build our, our country stronger and then we, we adapt to the new um, environmental friendly aspects. But like constant CAFOs, concentrating animal feeding operations, um, you're still going to be able to increase production without raising sick animals. In politics, how about we change politics to where the government has to have a balanced budget, had the affordable campaigns, our military is going to be defensive, and increase local control of education. Uh, we're seeing the critical race theory where people are blackmailed into putting forth this... Um, crime of, of changing the history of the world and infrastructure. I'm telling you, you know, private industry is way more effective at cleaning up the food system, healthcare, environment, um, and infrastructure. Let's build our, our country back. <laughs> I don't want to say build back better, but we've got to invest in ourselves. And investing in yourselves is the greatest thing you can do. So how to express ultimate genes? How do you express health? Number one, you've got to get healthy nerve supply. And this means you're going to get an x-ray, you're going to get um, examination, the heart rate variability, rolling thermal scan, surface electromyography, all the things to check your nervous system. Because you live your life through it, you're going to express your genes through your nervous system. If you're in a stress, a stress state, you're going to express stress genes. Exercise. Movement triggers lymph flow, it triggers brain function. Um, you don't have to adjust 30, 40 people a day, but you can walk every day. That's going to be ideal. Proper nutrition, and this means the way that your great-grandparents ate, the way that a thousand generations that your, your, your ancestors have eaten. What did they eat? Whole food, organic, seasonal. I mean, good stuff. In the wintertime, you eat more fermented foods. The animals that you ate were healthy animals. Sufficient rest. This means deep sleep every night. You're not going to see people with cancer or chronic disease waking up in the morning saying, wow, did I sleep good last night? And then prayer and meditation. Hugely important. 
prayer and meditation. This puts you in the parasympathetic state and helps you, your body adapt. I mean, very exciting stuff. Now, this next part, hopefully they'll, they'll uh, let us get away with it. But when we're talking about genetic and genetic expression, uh, here's an article. Title of the article is Pfizer's COVID Jab Contents Enter the Liver and Alter Human Chromosomes and Rewrite DNA. See, the, the shot currently, the mRNA vaccine, actually, um, if you have a foreign protein in the blood, the immune system flips out. So they wrap this messenger RNA, which is a computer program, to change what the cell is producing. Now, this mRNA gets inside of the cell. Now, your cells are already producing a protein. They're taking in nutrients, producing proteins, eliminating waste products. That's what your cells do. Now, what protein are they producing? This has to do with genetic and genetic expression. So you, those proteins could be causing cancer. They could be reversing cancer. They could be producing more proteins to help lung function. They could be producing um, blood cells. So this has a suppressor technology that suppresses whatever that cell is producing. Then it causes the cell to produce this spike protein, and the spike protein is literally a poisonous protein. And that spike protein is going to be funneled around your whole body. And yeah, it is a prion formation, so it's similar to what causes cow disease. Um, but these little proteins, are, or the mRNA, the messenger RNA, are not localized to the muscle that they're injected in. Uh, about 60% float around the entire system. So this is an article that says, well, you know, when they're floating around the system, if they hit the liver cells, they can literally alter that DNA. So we have a forced medical procedure that can alter your genetic expression. Now, we know when I was a kid, the polio vaccine, it took 20 years to find out that this was associated with multiple different cancers, not Hodgkin's lymphoma, lymphoma, bone tumors, mesothelioma, all associated with an, a simian that was inside of the polio shot. So um, to take a gene-altering medical procedure with no long-term studies for something no worse than the flu, I'd probably rethink that if I were you. Know that you can express genes and you can suppress genes. You have this ability by dealing effectively with your physical, chemical, and emotional stressors. Um, take charge of your health. This is Dr. John Bergman, your advocate for health. God bless you, and I love you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.